We're going to get started in just a minute. But before we do, I want to talk to you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. This is what I use for my podcast, and it is fantastic. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the March or Die show. My name is Jeremy Stonlicker. I am your host and very glad to have you with me today. Thank you for listening. And if you are watching, thank you for watching. And I want to uh, just say a special thank you to all of those over at Mojo 50. This is our Independence Day weekend, our 4th of July weekend, and you are listening. Thank you for doing that. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, uh, thank you as well. Go ahead and subscribe to that podcast provider to make sure that you have new episodes when they come online every week, putting out a new episode of this show. would love for you to continue to join me there. And then if you get a chance, jump over to YouTube. You can find my channel there. Go to YouTube, look up my name, Jeremy Stalnecker, and uh, you'll find my channel. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. That lets you know when this and other content comes online. And uh, I produce this to share with you, and I want to make sure that you are getting it. So please take a chance. Uh, take a chance. Take a chance. <laughs> take a chance. Uh, take the time, which might be taking a chance, but take the time to go and check that out. Also, you can go to jeremystonlicker.com. You can find uh, my blog there and all of my social media contact stuff. Everything else is there as well. And uh, again, uh, be thankful if you would join me there and share this content out. That would be awesome. This is, as I mentioned, the 4th of July weekend, and uh, we are blessed in this country this year to have the 4th of July fall on uh, the on a Sunday right in the middle of the weekend, and we can celebrate with friends and family, and I hope that you are doing that. We have been through an extremely turbulent time, as I'm sure you are aware, here in the United States, and we're still in the middle of it. A lot of issues still to be resolved, a lot of things still to be done, and uh, man, it's been, a, it's been a difficult time. But that being said, this is still, in so many ways, the greatest nation on this planet, and so many men and women have given their lives to protect and preserve the liberty that we do have, and we're thankful for that. Uh, so grateful for our country. I can't imagine wanting to live anywhere else, and we know there are a lot of people around the world who are doing their very best to get into our country. We have something special here, and uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit today. The title of uh, today's uh, podcast, if you will, or today's show, if you will, is Why Does America Matter? Why Does America Matter? That's the content I'd like to cover today. This is the show where, on a weekly basis, we talk about techniques and strategies for moving forward 
when it feels like our world is falling apart. How do we move forward when our world is falling apart? We've talked about uh, so many different issues. We've had guests on that have helped us to break down some of these things. We'll continue to do that as we go forward, of course. Today, a little bit different, but still very, very similar. I think as Americans, we look at the world around us, we look at our country right now, and depending on where you live in this country, you may be looking around and saying something like this, my country is falling apart, is falling apart around me. Things are not what they once were. This is not the country that I recognize from my childhood or as I watch old television shows or some of those things. I look back and I think this is not the America that we once had over there. Things have changed. Depending on the side of the political, I guess, and uh, social aisle that you sit on, you may have think you, you may think they've changed for better or worse. You may look at what's happening and say we're moving in the right direction. This is progressive and this is what should be happening. But I think for people that are honest about what's going on in our country, we would have to conclude that at the very least, our foundations are being uprooted. They're being attacked. I won't say yet destroyed, although the attempt is being made. Who we once were, how we were established, all of it is being called into question. And there are many people right now, people often with big platforms, who will say something like, we don't need America anymore. We don't need the ideals that America was founded upon. We don't need to understand the history of America. None of it is important. In fact, if anything, it has been detrimental. That the history of the United States is one of oppression and slavery. That the history of the United States is one of, of colonizing. That the history of the United States is something we should run away from and not understand or embrace. I obviously don't believe this. I would imagine that most of you who are listening to this or watching this uh, don't believe that either. But we have to come back to this question. With everything that's going on in the world, with all of the changes that are taking place around us, with everything that's happening right now, why does America matter? I want to make a statement right up front, and I'll conclude with this statement when we're all done. We have to know where we have come from and how we got where we are right now in order to find the will or the motivation to fight when life gets hard. Again, every week we talk about dealing with battles, overcoming uh, trials and difficulties and traumas. How do we move forward when it feels like our world is falling apart? Often what we need to do is dig down deep, understand where we came from, how we got to where we are, in order to find the motivation and the will to actually fight the battles in front of us. As a nation, we're in that exact same spot. We talk about the principles of march or die. I talk about this every week. As individuals, we have to decide, are we going to stay where we are and die emotionally and relationally and spiritually? We're, we're going to just give up? Or in spite of everything that's going on, are we going to put one foot in front of the other and march? Maybe the future is uncertain, but we know we're moving forward. We have to go through that process as individuals. But you know what? We have to go through, through that process as Americans and as a nation. Why does America matter? We're going to talk about this today. I want to give you just some thoughts. I'll start with kind of a story, I guess, from my own experience. I've shared this before. 
I served in the United States Marine Corps, and in 2003, I was a part of the 1st Battalion, 5th Marines, 5th Marine Regiment uh, that was a part of the 1st Marine Division. And if you're familiar with that period of time, you know that the 1st Marine Division deployed to Kuwait and then eventually moved into Iraq in uh, what would become known as Operation Iraqi Freedom. 1st Marine Division was there approaching Iraq on two axes of attack, and then uh, also the 3rd Infantry Division of the Army was there. And on uh, March 19th of 2003, we moved into the country, securing the southern objectives uh, on the border and moving north. We eventually made our way to Baghdad, and on, de- uh, on April 10th, uh, my battalion, uh, the battalion I was a part of, uh, secured our objective in the middle, the heart of Baghdad, in a very difficult, a very hard-fought battle. Uh, I've talked about that before. Perhaps I'll, I'll come back to that again. But I remember before going into Iraq, um, before going to Kuwait, my mom, uh, you know, who loves me and cares for me, <laughs> she asked me how I felt about what we were getting ready to do and if I believed in the cause, if I believed in what was being said, and if I believed in the reasons that were being given for us to go into Iraq. Again, you'll remember that at the time uh, we were talking about weapons of mass destruction and we were talking about Saddam Hussein's evil regime and all of the things that uh, were connected to that. She asked me if I believed in the reason, and and I told her very cavalierly, in a cavalier manner, it doesn't matter. I am an infantry Marine. I am an infantry officer of the United States Marine Corps. It does not matter. I uh, am here to serve my country's interests and my country's needs. And uh, that was probably the right answer, I guess, from a um, what I was taught standpoint as a Marine, <laughs> but uh, didn't really hold a lot of weight when the bullets started coming our direction. You move into the country, and now, in spite of all the training you've done sending range uh, rounds downrange, uh, the bullets are coming back this direction, the tracers are coming toward us, and we've got to figure some things out really, really quickly. We, the 1st Marine Division, about 30,000 Marines, went in with a lot of force and a lot of firepower. But there is that moment where you ask yourself, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Is it because someone told us there were weapons of mass destruction? Is it because Saddam Hussein is evil? Is it for some other reason? You begin to process through those things. In the next several days, as we made our way north, certainly these were the thoughts that I was having and the discussions that we were having. I'll never forget, though, there was a day where we made contact with a local farmer. Often, as we moved north, we would go through villages and and, uh, come to these farms where things had happened. Some of it was we had dropped ordinance on the Iraqi army. The Iraqi army left the area, but some of that ordinance was still there in fields, making it dangerous to, uh, to do the things that farmers needed to do, dangerous to live. And so we would go in and try to clear some of that out and try to provide as much support as possible. We would do that, and we would make contact, and our interpreters would help us understand what was being said. And I remember this particular farm. We spent about a day there. It was a large farm. We had a lot to do, a lot to take care of. I spent a lot of time walking around and talking to the folks who lived there. I remember this farmer telling us that he was not able to plant crops. His field was huge, but it was empty. He couldn't plant crops because the uh, the water had been cut off to uh, his area. He couldn't get water because he needed to sell his crops to pay the price for the water, and yet he could not grow crops because he didn't have water, and now he was stuck. He was so happy that we were there. 
He talked about the simple fact that us being there was going to make it possible for him to grow what he needed to grow and feed his family and take care of those that he was responsible for. As we made our way to the bigger cities, getting closer to Baghdad, and finally uh, as we got into Baghdad, I realize as I'm saying all of this, we've got 20 years of this history behind us and uh, things went bad again before they got better and we're still uh, trying to sort through all of that. But as we came into the country in uh, the, the spring of 2003, little kids running up to us and saying, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Signs, USA, USA. So happy that we were there because we had pushed out a regime that was absolutely oppressing at the best, torturing and murdering at the worst their own citizens. The stories we heard over the next several days as we uh, patrolled the streets and met shop owners and tried to restore some sense of owner this, uh, of, of uh, balance and order, uh, the, the stories that we heard were overwhelming. What the government... <laughs> was doing to its people. It didn't take long before, at least in my mind, I connected us being there with protecting people that could not protect themselves, standing up for people that had no means to stand up for themselves, and setting right, at least for a short time, the God-given individual liberty that those folks had. As Americans, we have historically taken this position, and I don't look through rose-colored glasses. I know not, not everything we've ever done has been with the purest of intentions. I can look back even on uh, our invasion of Iraq and so many of the things that have happened since then and, and wonder about many of the motivations. But I'll tell you this, as Americans, not as politicians— not as not as international and public policy decision makers as Americans, I believe we have always had a heart to stand up for those who cannot stand up for themselves. The world needs America. When we ask the question, why does America matter? We have to go back to our founding documents, July fourth, seventeen seventy six a declaration of independence from Great Britain was issued. I want to read part of this to you. You've heard it. It's important for us to hear it again, to remember why. Why does America matter? Here's how it begins. When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Now, if you know this history, you know all that went on before this declaration was made. Even the authors of the declaration and later on uh, our constitution were men, by and large, who loved being English. <laughs> they liked having a relationship with Great Britain. It wasn't that they didn't want that. It's that in the course of human events, it became necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another. You see, what happened is they realized that the relationship with another nation was encroaching on the equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. 
This is the part we're most familiar with. I'll continue reading. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Self-evident. You can see it. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, any form of government becomes destructive of these ends. Let me go back. (laughs) That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That, here's where I was a minute ago, whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it. And to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established shall not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Uh, This language, how it's written, it's beautiful, but it's difficult to maybe focus on or understand Following this preamble and following this initial section, we hold these truths to be self-evident. There's a list of those grievances. This was not done lightly. It was done with great seriousness. And it was done with an understanding that there would be a cost to those who penned these words. They said, we need to throw off this government that is oppressing these people. But in the beginning, they explained why. All men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They continue to talk about the consent of the governed and the right of the people. It's beautiful. (laughs) We need to remember where we began so we understand how we got to where we are. We also then need to understand the cost of continuing down the path we're currently on. If America goes away, this is not a loss to you and I and our communities only. It's a loss to the world that we may never get back. Why does America matter? There's a couple of things I wrote down as I was thinking about this. America matters because America is an affirmation that liberty is given by God and not the government. We've got to hang on to this truth. Liberty... Individual liberty, freedom, is given by God and not the government. Uh, It is an unalienable right given to us by God. We are born with this. When we look at countries around the world where there are not individual freedoms and liberties, or their individual liberty is extremely limited, Folks who are born into that and raised in that, they believe that's just how it is. But what we understand from our founding documents and what we understand as Americans and what we do our best historically to project on the world is that your liberty, your freedom, it's not given to you by the government. 
It's given to you by God. It's something you're born with. And if it's something that you're born with and you're not living it out, then either it's been taken away or you've given it up. Freedom dies when we believe it does not exist. And yet in the hearts of all men and women is a desire to be free. It's a freedom given to us by God and not the government. America matters so we can continue to project that truth, to stand for that truth. Second, we understand that America matters because America is an affirmation that all men are created equal. (laughs) The word men, of course, is gender neutral. It means men and women. We're all created equal. doesn't matter where you come from, what you look like, what you necessarily like, what you enjoy doing, what your hobbies are, your religious background. None of it matters. We are all created, that is by God, equal. Now, Again, no rose-colored glasses. I understand that even while penning these words, there was slavery in the United States and would be for quite some time after this. I realize that the founders, those who penned these words, those who have said they believe what was written here, have not always gotten it right. But principally, an understanding is at work. We realize that all men are created equal. These are the words that would eventually lead to the declaration that slavery in the Emancipation Proclamation was wrong. (laughs) Why do we forget this? Mankind has always attempted to oppress other men, but we foundationally, fundamentally, and firmly believe that we're all created equal by God. No one has more intrinsic value than anyone else. And if we continue to run down the road we're running down right now, dealing with so many of the silly issues that we're dealing with right now and saying things, uh, some of the things that we're saying right now, we're forgetting that we have moved through a process of actualizing this fact that we're all created equal. That doesn't mean we all have the same thing. It doesn't mean we all turn out exactly the same. It doesn't mean that everyone has the same amount of wealth or the same uh, education. What it means is we have the same starting place, created equal by God. America matters because it establishes the relationship between the governed and those who govern. We have gotten this so wrong, and we are fighting this fight right now. So many of you are fighting this fight right now. But America matters because it communicates, at least it has, and it can continue if we'll win this fight, communicates that the governed hold those who are governing responsible for their actions. That those who have been elected to a position of governance are there for the people that they govern and not the other way around. We have gotten this so upside down in many countries. This is not even a question. In the United States, there's still a question mark. We've had it right. We're at a place of questioning exactly what that relationship looks like, and the decisions that are made right now will determine what our kids think about the government. But America matters. Uh, America matters as it was founded because it establishes the relationship between the governed and those who govern. We see that America matters 
because of America's global actions taken in response to those affirmations. It's true in an individual's life, just as it's true in the life of a nation, that belief always leads to action. If we believe that liberty is given by God and that all men are created equal and that the governed don't serve those who govern but the other way around, then there will be global actions taken, and there have been. We, as a nation, have fought slavery and injustice around the world and continue to do so. We provide aid to those who are oppressed and in need in numbers, amounts that no one else in the world does. We have traditionally provided a safe harbor for those without a home. We are in a fight over immigration, and legal, safe, effective immigration is something we should certainly fight about. But America has always served as a place of refuge and harbor for those that have nowhere else to go. We've been that to the world. And with all of that, we understand that America matters because we are to be, as Ronald Reagan said, the city on a hill that gives hope to those fighting for their own God-given rights. There are people around the world who are fighting to reclaim their God-given right of liberty, to reclaim the truth that all men are created equal, to take back their government. Ronald Reagan, when he was talking about this during his farewell address in 1989, He said this, he said, in my mind, it was a tall, proud city built on rocks stronger than oceans, windswept, God-blessed, and teeming with people of all kinds living in harmony and peace, a city with free ports that hummed with commerce and creativity. And if there had to be city walls, the walls had doors and the doors were open to anyone with the will and the heart to get here. He said, we must consider that we shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. So if we shall deal falsely with our God in the work we have undertaken and so cause him to withdraw his present help from us, we shall be made a story and a byword through the world. He's paraphrasing to an extent a number of things, but uh, specifically Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, talking about that light. What Ronald Reagan said is the truth that America matters because of the eyes of the world that are upon us. If we lose an understanding of who we are, created by God, equal one to another, with opportunities within our borders and without to serve each other, and to serve others. If we lose that, then we cease to be that city on a hill. We cease to be the light. We cease to provide hope to those for whom the seed of liberty is blossoming in their hearts. America matters. And again, every week on this show, we talk about how to move forward when it feels like our world is falling apart. In so many ways, it feels like our nation is falling apart. In our lives, it's important for us to reflect on where we came from and how we got to where we are so that we can find the will to fight the battles in front of us. And so it is as Americans. And so it is right now. 
As we celebrate our independence, we do so knowing there are forces at work that seek to take that independence from us, that say things like America is not important. In fact, America has been harmful, never doing any good. And yet we know that America matters. We need to remember where we came from. Understand how many people were involved in paying the price for the liberties and the freedoms that we have enjoyed. Understanding where we came from, know how we got to where we are. And knowing those things, digging deep and finding the will to fight the battles in front of us. Because this nation matters. I hope you all have a great holiday weekend celebrating our independence. And don't ever forget, we live in the greatest nation on earth. It has been handed to us through the blood of so many who have gone before us. And it is now our responsibility to carry that forward. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Again, I hope you have a great weekend. And don't ever forget that when the bullets are flying, you only have two choices. Will you march or will you die? You have the power to decide. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.